Welcome back to the Short Sleeve Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Kat Shortsleeve. Short Sleeve Travel is your compass pointing you to experiences that are elevated and luxury, all while on a budget. Here, we'll redefine luxury travel and help you fill in your life with as much travel as you desire. Today, we're setting our sights on the captivating city of Barcelona, Spain. This will serve as your ultimate guide to discovering the vibrant city, breathtaking architecture, and delectable cuisines of Barcelona. I've visited Barcelona a handful of times, and most recently I visited with one of my best friends and we got to explore all over the city in a very unique way, which I will get into, but I've also visited with my family, with a group of eight friends, I visited on my own, and there is so much that this city has to offer because it combines tradition with the modern world, making it truly a unique destination. As we delve into this remarkable city, here are some essential travel tips. Starting off with the top 10 questions. Number one, what is the best time to visit Barcelona? So in my opinion, the best time to visit Barcelona is going to be during the spring, so anytime from April to June, or during the fall from September to November, because the weather is going to be very pleasant, but you'll also have fewer crowds. At the same time, I have visited over Christmas time as well as during the summer. And while it's nice during those times, I definitely would advise leaning more towards the spring. And I think the absolute ideal time is going to be towards the end of June. So this past June, I did visit Barcelona after spending a week in Formentera, which is an island just off of Ibiza. This was such a great way to wrap up the trip and it was such nice weather at the same time too. So we were in Barcelona for a few days and then we took a car and traveled an hour south of Barcelona, getting to this gorgeous beach town where there's a Soho house actually. It's the Soho House Beach Club and we enjoyed some spritzes there and gorgeous views and also got to swim. It was a really nice way to kick off the summer. Number two, do I need a visa to visit Barcelona? If you are a citizen of the EU or the Schengen area, you don't need a visa for short stays in Barcelona. However, of course, always check your visa requirements if you're traveling from outside of these regions. But similarly, if you're coming from the US, you do not need a visa to enter Barcelona when you're traveling for less than 30 days through Barcelona. Number three, what are the must visit attractions? So I'm going to get into this a lot deeper later on in this episode, but the must visit attractions, number one, you've heard it before, is the Sagrada Familia. Number two is Parque Guell. I don't know how to pronounce it, Guell, G-U-E-L-L. And that U is with the umlaut, so the dot dot above it. Third is Casa Batlo. Fourth is the Gothic Quarter, and fifth is the Magic Fountain. I will explain each of these later on in the episode. The fifth question, is Barcelona safe for tourists, and is it safe for solo travelers? So generally, yes. However, like any major city, be cautious of pickpockets, especially in the crowded areas, but I have visited Barcelona on my own, and... It is very safe for female travelers, especially if you're going to stay at one of the nicer hotels or stay at a hostel where you're going to be surrounded by other people. Number six, what is the local currency in Barcelona? The local currency used in Barcelona and throughout Spain is going to be the Euro and almost everywhere they will take your credit card, but I recommend having some cash Euros and some coins on hand. 
especially for things like public restrooms, you might need to pay for those with some cash. Or if you're going to street markets, it's nice to have some euros on hand. Number seven, is English widely spoken in Barcelona? And yes, it is. It's very common in the touristy areas and you can find people almost anywhere who speak English fluently because most people that are in the service industry and working in Barcelona are mandated and required to speak both Spanish and English fluently. Even in the less touristy areas, it's very common to find people that will speak English. Number eight, what is the best way to get around Barcelona? So Barcelona has an excellent public transportation system, including buses and metros, but walking is also a great way to see the city, especially some of the winding streets and the more labyrinth parts of the city. It's really charming and sweet to walk around, so make sure you bring your comfortable walking shoes. And finally, taxis are readily available and very inexpensive to take around the city. One of my favorite ways to get around is there are throughout the city a bunch of different places where you can rent bikes. So I recommend doing that. Or if you'd like to rent a Vespa, and this is my favorite thing to do everywhere I travel to, you can rent Vespas for about $50 for the day. And if you split it with a friend, it's a cheap way to go exploring and you can get to a lot more places that way. Just make sure you are parking your Vespa in designated parking areas or you will end up with a ticket or two like me. Number nine, what is the local cuisine like in Barcelona? So there is a rich culinary scene and you'll have a lot of dishes like paella and tapas and churros, tapas, sorry, and churros. And don't miss any chance that you have to savor these local dishes. If I were you, I would go to some more of the hole in the wall kind of hidden areas that have some more authentic restaurants and try to stay off the main drags and the main scene where you'll get more touristy larger dishes and try to find some local smaller spots. You'll have some incredible paella, some incredible tapas, very rich ingredients, very flavorful, and that's one of the hidden gems and wonderful things in Barcelona. Number 10, one of my favorite questions to always look up whenever I'm in a new place, can I drink the tap water in Barcelona? Yes, tap water in Barcelona is generally safe, so you can fill up your reusable bottles while exploring the city and save money that way. Finally, if I have to give you any advice in Barcelona, it's polite and friendly to greet people with the saying hola, which just means hello. You're going to be approached with a much warmer greeting and you're going to have an easier time when you just say hola to begin and introduce yourself because this shows that you're trying and you're not just starting with the American hello everywhere you go. Finally, and this should probably be the 11th question, around tipping. So tipping is customary, but it is not obligatory when you're in Barcelona. So you can do it as needed and as you wish, especially when you have some exceptional services. Moving on, what are the top 10 must do things when you are in Barcelona? Starting at the very first place where we should start and what Barcelona is probably most famous for, you should visit the Sagrada Familia. This is the iconic basilica designed by architect Gaudi It's unique and it's intricate. It is an architectural must-see. If you go to Barcelona and miss the Sagrada Familia, you are definitely doing it wrong because Gaudí was one of the most influential figures in modern architecture. 
construction of the Sagrada Familia actually began in 1882 and it's still unfinished to this day. It's expected to be completed in coming years, but I have yet to see that happen. When you visit, there are cranes and all sorts of scaffolding all around the Sagrada Familia, so it's still a beautiful masterpiece to behold, but it's also an unfinished masterpiece. You'll notice it's a very distinctive style. So there are lots of organic shapes, intricate details, and it's a very intense fusion of Gothic and modern elements. You'll notice a lots of scenes from the Bible and elements of nature. I encourage you to spend some extra time just looking around and walking through the Sagrada Familia when you visit. My favorite part of the Sagrada Familia are these gorgeous stained glass windows that fill the interior. It creates this kaleidoscope of colors and it's a mesmerizing play of light. So if you can visit when the sun is high in the sky and moving down towards the end of the day, this is the best time to be inside the Sagrada Familia. The second thing that you must do when you're visiting Barcelona is to stroll along La Rambla. This is a famous tree-lined boulevard with street performers, shops, cafes, so there's lots to see and lots to do here, even just walking down the street and window shopping. You can fill your afternoon with so much activity. Third, you're going to need to explore Park Guell. This is the famous whimsical park designed by Gaudi, the same designer and architect of the Sagrada Familia. Here you'll notice lots of colorful mosaics, intricate sculptures, and it's a beautiful place to view the rest of the city. If you can get a walking tour and someone to show you around, I highly recommend doing so because there are so many beautiful features of this park that you might miss otherwise. Third, you must wander through the Gothic Quarter, and I actually like staying in the Gothic Quarter because this is the historic heart of Barcelona. It's lots of narrow medieval streets, charming squares, and there are plenty of places where you can sit outside, have a tapa and a glass of red wine, and just watch the people go by. Fourth, and while I will caveat this with saying I have a better recommendation, if you are going to be just in Barcelona, you should relax at the Barceloneta beach. This is where you can enjoy the sun, the sea, and the sand at one of the most popular beaches in Barcelona. And it's just a short walk from the city center, but I like I mentioned, I caveat this and say, if you're in Barcelona in the summertime, what you should really do is grab a car, grab a taxi, grab an Uber, and head 45 to an hour south or north of Barcelona because you'll have access to more private beaches, less expensive hotels, more authentic experiences. But at the same time, if you don't have time to travel outside the city, go check out this beach to enjoy a little bit of sun. And actually a fun little tidbit is that the first time I ever touched the Mediterranean was in Barcelona. My family and I, we all landed in Barcelona and one of the first things we did was head straight to the beach so that we could all touch the Mediterranean together. If you're looking to enjoy a little bit more art in the city, you should explore the Picasso Museum. This is where you can admire the extensive collection of works by the famous Spanish artist Pablo Picasso, housed in a very historic, beautiful museum. Then again, if you're a soccer fan, and most people are, this is a very popular thing to do in Barcelona, is head to Camp Nou Stadium. This is where you can find some soccer games, and it's the home of the FC Barcelona and its museum. Finally, another day trip for you if you have some extra time, I recommend taking a day trip to Montserrat. This will be a scenic drive and it's a unique mountain range featuring 
a monastery with some stunning views and hiking opportunities and you only need a night or two in Montserrat but it's a must-do experience if you have the opportunity. Now some more helpful information if you're visiting Barcelona. Let me just get into some of my favorite points that I like to warn people about. First is going to be navigating the streets. So Barcelona's streets can be a bit of a maze and you might find yourself going in circles. My favorite thing to do is to wander through these streets and find little local shops where you can stop in for a tapa or two, as well as a glass of wine or a glass of sangria, and just continue almost tapa hopping through the Gothic Quarter and the rest of Barcelona. On to some of the practical details and things that I always look up when I'm heading to Barcelona or heading to any city for that matter. So number one, how to get from the airport to downtown. So Barcelona's airport has various options for getting to the city center. I actually would recommend taking the bus. There's one bus line that comes every six minutes to the airport and it's very convenient. It'll bring you right downtown into the heart of the city and more likely than not probably take you right past your hotel. So check that out and see if it's an option for you. Otherwise, there's a metro line that's also extremely convenient. And as always, there are taxis, you can take an Uber, or better yet, have your hotel organize some transfer for you. When it comes to currency exchange, there are currency exchange counters and ATMs at the airport, but I recommend have some euros on hand for initial expenses when you arrive at the airport and better yet, go straight downtown to your hotel and have your hotel recommend a bank with an attached ATM or an ATM inside where you can take out some money. It's always good to have some euros on hand. When considering where to stay, there are a few neighborhoods. Like I mentioned, I do enjoy the Gothic Quarter, but some other neighborhoods are going to be El Bourne, that's a trendy artsy vibe, or the Ayaxel District, that's for a more modern architecture experience. Each area is going to be very unique and Barcelona isn't too big, so no matter where you stay, you'll have access to the larger city. In terms of getting around the city, public transportation is excellent. There are buses and an effective metro system. It's just going to be purchasing a ticket and that will allow you to take multiple journeys throughout the day. Similarly, I love to walk everywhere, so bring your most comfortable shoes. It's a pedestrian friendly city and Exploring on foot allows you to probably see the most and soak in the vibrant atmosphere as well as discovering these hidden gems. If you do take a taxi, they are readily available and they are safe. Just make sure that you're using official taxis with a visible license and always ask them to turn on the meter. In terms of the amount of time you need in Barcelona, I would say plan to spend at least three to four days exploring the iconic attractions. This will give you enough time to see all of the places I've mentioned like the Sagrada Familia, the different restaurants, maybe head to a beach town for a day. And if you only have a several hour layover, I would consider venturing into the city, but again, make sure you check the visa requirements and the time needed to return to the airport. I'd say if you have anywhere from seven plus hours, you should definitely head downtown. In terms of converters, you can use a type C and a type F converter. These are the standard ones that you'll find all throughout Europe. And to cap us off here, I'll run through some of the local customs that I think are pretty essential to know before arriving in Barcelona. So I'll just run through these kind of rapid fire and then we will wrap up. So number one, mealtime. 
Spaniards tend to have very late lunches and late dinners, so plan your meals accordingly. And in the afternoon, there's often a siesta when people take a nap and go inside and some of the stores even close down. So I recommend also heading in and kind of relaxing during this time because you'll have a hard time getting something to eat or finding stores that are open during this time. Number two, like I said, a friendly hola and a smile go a long way. Spanish people really appreciate polite interactions and making the effort to speak the local language. Third, when it comes to dress codes, Barcelona is quite relaxed, but I recommend dressing modestly when visiting religious sites like the Sagrada Familia. Barcelona is a architectural visual feast. From Gaudi's masterpieces to the Gothic and the modern structures, there's art at every turn in this city. The streets come alive with musicians and lively conversations. It's a very vibrant auditory backdrop. The diverse food scene offers a tapestry of flavors from savory tapas to sweet churros, and the sense of fresh seafood, spices, and freshly baked bread waft through the streets. Expect warm hospitality, active streets, and a rich history in Barcelona. Now you're well prepared to immerse yourself in the enchanting world of Barcelona, Spain. I cannot wait for you to experience this incredible city. If you have any questions or you're visiting Barcelona soon, please let me know and I'd love to help you make some plans. Thank you all for listening and thank you for hanging out with me. I really appreciate all of you who do come listen and if you enjoyed this, please subscribe to the Short Sleeve Travel Podcast. New episodes coming out each week. You can also follow me on any platform, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Snapchat, all at Kat Shortsleeve, that's K-A-T, if you want to see what I'm doing. You can email me if you want at catshortsleeve at gmail.com. Can't wait for next week. Thank you all. Cheers.